0: are you you there can you hear me yeah awesome it worked the second time okay
1: so we're gonna talk about uh entrepreneur entrepreneurship
0: yeah yeah did you did you want to do an intro or anything or are you gonna add that in later
1: oh we can do an intro
0: okay it doesn't matter i just i wasn't sure exactly what the flow was gonna be so if you just want to start asking questions, we can answer, or, uh, you know, just ask questions too. However you'd like well, to do this.
1: You could say, uh, about your podcast and then I'll say about mine and okay. introduce yourself.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, you can go. Okay. I'm just, I'm pushy, so I don't know what I'm doing. So I, I ask a lot of questions when I don't know. Flow, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, this is Jen Teague and I am the host of Be a Hiring Hero. And the podcast is about helping startups and small businesses with effective as well as proven strategies on how to recruit and hire. Because there's a lot of trends out there, a lot of fads, and they don't always work. And I'm here to help you figure out the small business owner how to recruit and hire really great people without having to break the bank and without having to waste a lot of time on turnover.
1: And I'm Paul Miller MC Nook music talk healing and life my podcast and I'm just I'm just sharing conversations and talking about life and balance and Just good stuff, good energy, positive vibes. So tell us about your book.
0: So, um, yeah, I'm in the middle of writing two different books right now. And so it's been kind of a mess. But um, one of the books that I am um, really just beginning uh, is about business failures. And, you know, you look on the market and it's all about like, you know, success and how to be successful and, um, steps to success, but they're not really talking about the realistic part of getting to success, which is coming through your failures. Right. So, um, I have a a very, very rough first chapter of one of the book right now. Um, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to definitely be out, uh, sometime next year, but, Basically, it covers all the things that I have gone through as on my entrepreneurial uh, journey. And it shows where I kind of messed up, where people would say failures happened, but they weren't really failures. They were just really good lessons. And so I kind of take my, I guess, failures, as people would call them, and turn them into uh, teachable lessons so that people can avoid those same mistakes
1: everyone can grow from it, huh?
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's a lot of um, kind of good life stuff too, but um, it's geared towards, because I just, I'm very business-minded. That's what I think 24-7. That's how I dream. That's how I eat. That's how I sleep. It's just, it, that's just who I am. And Thanks. so everything that's in business kind of naturally flows. So, um, you know, I'm definitely not a therapist by any means, but <laughs> um, I have learned a lot. And so, I like to uh, share what I know and to help others just provide that value to them where if they don't have to make the same mistakes as I did in their businesses, then I will be more than happy to share that with them. And that's what that book is all about. It's taking each, each lesson that I learned. um, I have over 70 things that I've written down and just kind of brainstormed about, but um, it's probably going to be down to about half of those. So about 35 to forty different ways to fail at business and uh yeah so it's kind of like a different twist on a success book but it's just you know something that people can really learn from and take actionable steps to avoid
1: how did you get started with your business like you always was into business
0: i since i was a little girl you know a lot of girls were into playing like princess or house or dolls or whatever and I still remember like some of my first memories. I was walking around with like a McDonald's happy meal, like box or, you know, bag or whatever. (laughs) And I'd carry around like crayons and pretend like I was going to business meetings. I'd pick up the phone and, you know, to pretend like I was at business meetings. I mean, I just, it's just always been in my blood and um, I got a lot of it from my dad And um, he just, you know, constantly, he was very business driven as well. And he had a really great vision. He just didn't really know at the time um, in the 90s when he was in business how to get it executed. So we had all these great ideas. It's just in our business, our family business that we did um, back in the 90s, early 2000s, we didn't have the technology available yet. So we had these ideas, but we didn't know how to get them done without spending a lot of money. And so that's kind of where my, where my roots come from is, you know, it's hard to have these ideas and goals and visions in your mind that you want to get done and see actually happen without, you know, people want you to spend their money on their products or their services. And so it's like, you can really easily go for all the shiny, pretty things and spend a lot of money really fast with no real results because you weren't really sure what you were looking for in the first place. So, um, now, I mean, with social media, with, um, email lists and, and all that I'm totally different story, it changes the game. You know, we're all, we can all be set up yeah. for success if we want to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was kind of, kind of raised into a, a business atmosphere and so it just kind of stuck with me. Um, I went through college for business, uh, business and psychology. So I kind of got the best Amazing. of both worlds. Yeah. So um and I just it's just something that's always fascinated me um even even when I'm relaxing I'll read like business books and like leadership yeah. and like, it's just I'm pretty boring for conversations but I know a lot of do stuff you about sell products. I do. I do. So I've got virtual courses that I offer people and um they're still being edited right now. They're still under under production. But um I do um, offer some, uh, some virtual courses on my website, And so basically they're, uh, they're just kind of going back to the basics of hiring and recruiting, because like I said, you know, we all kind of get shown so many different images every day of all the pretty shiny things. But when, you know, you probably don't have a budget for recruiting yet, but you study or you need to hire people in general. Um, you know, I give really good practical advice and, um, and and effective advice on how to just really with no budget or very little budget, show people how to recruit, how to hire, good practices and interviewing, um, choosing candidates. So there, there's quite a few different courses out there that I'm offering right now.
1: That's important. All, the, yeah. all those good things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, without the right team, you're not going to be able to succeed in anything, and that's that's one of the, the lessons that I've learned is that no man is an island. So there you go, you can't you can't do it. Yeah, all I, heard, on your
1: own. I heard that a couple times. I heard that a couple times. Recently yeah. too.
0: Yeah, it's like you just you can't you can't do everything on your own. And you know we're we're target we're we're people as entrepreneurs as small business owners we are wired automatically to be control freaks, and so. It's just us having to let go and say, okay, here you go. You do this better than I do. So go ahead and take it over. But it's finding that right person to be able to do that. So you're not just hiring somebody in six months down the road, they leave for a better offer, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much information there.
1: So you're, are you a CEO and, and you work in the workplace?
0: I do. So, um, I am, um, so I have an LLC, it's Gentig LLC. And, um, I offer my online courses through Gentig LLC. So, uh, technically I'm a managing member or the managing member of LLC, uh, just because of the, the tax, you know, implications and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, so I'm kind of like the CEO of my own company, but then I also work a day job, um, which is weird because I actually love my day job too. So it's like, I get to go to my day job, love that. And then come home at night and love what I do at night. So usually it's kind of the other way around. Like entrepreneurs get sick of the, you know, the grind, you know, they don't want to do the eight to five. They can't stand their bosses. They can't stand their companies, but, um, that they work for it, but I love it. So it's like, I get the best of both worlds. So, um, but I just, I have a calling. It's just, this has been something that I've been pursuing for, I don't even know how long now. And so I'm finally just now kind of bringing it to fruition. And um, it's, it's been an interesting journey. Let me tell you, it's, it's been real, real fun. And uh, I know my husband is not um, a big fan sometimes of what I do, but <laughs> He, he doesn't mind it as long as it's, like, on the side, you know, and not, not like, the full job incomes or uh. the full-time income, so, yeah.
1: What's some challenges you face in the uh, workplace?
0: Um, You know, I don't know if there's really any challenges. Uh, my employer right now is amazing. I mean, they... So I used to be a realtor and so um, I did that for a year and um, was just did not work out for me. It turns out I hate selling houses to people like directly. I'm not good at it. So, um, you know, I was too direct. I wasn't like the salesy person that you're supposed to be to be a real estate agent. So um, I went to a builder, a home builder where I work in the marketing team now where marketing is really more my niche, it's, it's much more what I'm good at. Whereas, you know, person to person sales is just not really something that I do well. So, um, I ended up, um, working, um, for, so I'm working for the builder now. And the, the, but the, the understanding was that I was still going to be doing my, my own thing. I was still going to have this, um, you know, this outside, uh, pursuit of, of my business. So, um, I mean, everybody knows about it. It's not like it's this big, you know, secret that I have to hold on to, like I was with other employers. So they know that I have this entre- entrepreneurial spirit. It's just, you know, it hasn't happened as fast as I want it to. And I don't think any entrepreneur you're going to talk to, it's ever going to happen as fast as they want it to. So yeah. I think that's kind of like the struggle. That's probably the one struggle. It's not even the whole, you know, balancing work and, um, you know, the day job versus the, um, the, the night job or the night, you know, pursual, it's just the fact that it's frustrating because sometimes you do think, well, you know, there are times where I could be working on this or that instead of doing this. But I mean, when you're making such an impact during the day, as well as in the evening on your own business, it's, you're just, I mean, you're getting, you're just getting purpose from all directions. So, you know, you know, in that situation, you're in a good, you're in a good position. So you're, you know, you're not going to mess that up. So um, really, I I think there's nothing. Yeah. I don't really find it that difficult. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's definitely um, the, the position I'm in is very demanding. So, I mean, I hardly even have time to check, Emails, let alone you know my own emails, so <laughs> I can't really be checking them throughout the day. But you know, if I have a uh, client, uh, client calls or podcasts to to shoot um, or to to record, I always let people know, hey, I'm available from you know whatever six to nine, you know Monday yeah. through Friday or Saturday at ten um you know and they're just fine with that because they're usually doing the same thing they get it they know that you know starting up a business is hard so usually people don't go all head and first you know it's like they do it the safe way which saves a lot of stress on life and um you know it just takes a little bit longer that's all but uh, but yeah i mean Right, exactly. I'm a big fan of having multiple streams of income. And uh to me, my my day job is a source of income where and also in the evening I'm making this another source of income as well. So I mean and, and I've thought long and hard about this. Um, you know, if, if something were to happen and, and all of a sudden tomorrow my business would boom, would I leave my other job? And to be honest with you, I don't think I would because they have really great benefits. I love all the people. I mean, it's like a little family and it's just such a great company that I wouldn't want to leave it. Like I just, you know, I mean, I know that sounds crazy because most people, like I said, they get into business because they can't stand working for somebody else, but there's just so much freedom and so much ability to do what I want to do there. And they're just like, run with it, flow, go, you know, do what you got to do. And it's like, you can't, you can't give up something like that, you know? And, and I like to yeah. see the business that I work for full time. I like to see it grow and I want to see it succeed. So, um, and I know I'm a big part of that in the marketing team. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just like, I don't think I could give it up. I don't know. <laughs> like, I haven't yeah. had that situation yet, but it's coming up one day and I've I've thought about that it. Yeah. Right. It's like, I can't, I'm like, I don't want to give up my, my, you know, work family. I just can't
1: (laughs) sound like you had the prime of your life,
0: right? Yeah. It's like, I really do have the best of everything right now. And not a lot of people can say that. And I think, you know, people get into businesses with the wrong intentions. I think, you know, they, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean, because I've been there as well, where you hate your job. You hate everybody you're working with. You hate waking up in the morning to go to that job that you hate and all you want to do. Yeah, exactly. You're (laughs) just like, if I could just make it on my own, you know, if I could just do this how I want to. And so, I mean, I went through so many different business ideas before I started doing what I do now and none of them worked. I mean, I, I could have made them work, but they were something that were very short lived. And so, you know, when, when you're in that situation, all you think of is how do I escape? How, what's my exit strategy? How can I make something else happen? And, you know, people, there's a, there's a debate out there on whether or not you need passion or if you should just do something that everybody wants and, you know, sell something everybody wants. So whether it's a service or a product, you know, are you, it doesn't matter about passion, just, you know, do it. Not everyone's passionate about garbage collection but people have to own those businesses you know and so you know it's 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 always that that constant like back and forth of passion versus um necessity and for me it's it's a passion thing you have to be passionate about what you do otherwise it's not going to be as good quality as it could have been
1: what's some uh things you do to stay stress-free So when when stress comes up,
0: when I get stressed out, that's a really good question. I do kickboxing. Um, I actually have a bag out in my backyard and when it's Mm -hmm. not a hundred degrees outside, I'll usually go and punch on that thing for a while. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I do. um, I also do Pilates. I don't do a lot of yoga because that just stresses me out even more. So (laughs) I do. I do Pilates though. That seems to to like unwind my stress. And then, um, I, I literally, I'll just zone out. I mean, I'll go on Netflix and just binge on stuff or, or YouTube. I'll watch the trending videos just to see what other people are watching. Um, I've got dogs, so I go and hang out with them. You know, we'll go to the dog park or something, but, um, yeah, I mean, there are definitely times where I just have to stop what I'm doing and just kind of refresh, and recharge so um it's definitely it's it's definitely a couple of those different ways
1: yeah i went to the park today and i rode my bike a mile like i was doing a podcast at the uh, park
0: oh that's awesome i love it i know that's why i love yeah. doing podcasts because you can do them anywhere at any time yeah. so it's just it works out so well
1: yeah it was peaceful that like ducks in the uh, lake i was i was like on a bench in front of the lake
0: oh man
1: yeah. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: You'll lose me there because I will literally sit there for hours, and not even realize it. Like I just I remember this one wet lake I used to walk around all the time in Florida during my lunch break when I was working at a job that I absolutely hated. <laughs> and I mean it was it took almost every single force in me to go back into that office. But man, that lake walk was like the one thing I looked forward to in the day. It was so nice. You gotta see all the ducks and the Swans and just the water, it was just so pretty.
1: Yeah, so what else you wanted to talk about? I, I ran out of questions. <laughs>
0: oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um, I guess uh, we could talk about um, maybe some of the struggles that entrepreneurs can face that they don't realize until they start getting into the whole idea of getting a business started and getting into it. Um, I guess kind of early stages of, of entrepreneurialism and some of them that I found are Um, that, you know, like I said, I kind of, I kind of keep saying this, um, I'm a big Amy Porterfield fan. So if you do listen to a lot of podcasts and you do any kind of marketing, she's a really great one to listen to. And, um, she's always talking about the shiny, you know, chasing after the shiny things. Um, but I know in my experience, it was just trying to catch all the trends and catch all the fads. So for example, I started up, um, a cupcake, uh, company. And I think it was, what was it called? Say say it with cupcakes. And so the idea was that they were going to be like these vegan cupcakes, like mini cupcakes with little messages on them. So, you know, each, each cupcake was going to have a letter, happy birthday, happy anniversary, whatever. And yeah. Um, yeah, so it was just really, I mean, this was back in 2013 or so where, you know, I was just trying anything. And I thought, you know, that would be fun, you know. Well, it turns out I hate to bake. So that was not a good fit for me. <laughs> so after, after I bought a blender or a hand mixer and um, tried about 100 different recipes, I was like, yeah, I'm really not into this. So uh, I tried a couple other things and that didn't work out either. And I finally came back to what I actually knew, which was recruiting. And I kind of uh-huh. did some research on that. And found out that one of the biggest problems year after year is that for every business, this isn't just small and small businesses and startups, this is for all businesses across the board is just getting good employees. And I thought, how sad is that? I mean, I had such a great track record when I was a recruiter because I recruited for um, actively for over a decade. And then I just kind of kept it up, just, you know, reading things and kind of helping people out here and there. And you know, I noticed I was like, well, I could explain to people how, you know, how I did it and make it really easy. I can break it down. And so I took a couple of years to kind of refine my processes and to be able to explain it to somebody who's either never hired before or hates hiring or doesn't have a lot of time for it. And, um, all that to say <laughs> It was funny because I was chasing all these shiny things. I was chasing all the the trendy things that people were doing at the time. And it turned out that I already had in me what I needed to do. It's just, I wanted that shiny thing. And, but the answer was right in front of my face the whole time. So I was almost trying to avoid it. So, you know, so to speak where, where I wasn't really trying to pursue that. And so it caused a lot of stress on me. And instead of just doing what I was naturally born to do, which I don't know if you can tell by now, it's just talking and explaining and teaching. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I'm a really great coach and I'm good at explaining things. So, um, you know, I thought, well, why don't I just break it down for people, the things that I did into these different formulas and different steps and different processes and sell it as a package. So that's where I'm at now. So I basically, I've got all the information. It's just now it's formulating onto virtual courses where they're going to make sense and, you know, keep the audience intrigued and and wanting to come back for more. But um, you know, it's really frustrating when you think, you know, you're, you're on all platforms, all social media platforms and you don't have one of them down yet. You know, um, that's probably the worst thing you could do is put yourself everywhere and, you know, hope for the best because you're spreading yourself too thin. Um, I've learned to take one or maybe two social media platforms and really just own it. So for example, because of my audience that I want to reach, I'm on LinkedIn. I live in LinkedIn now. So, um, it's something that, you know, I, I meet a lot of small business owners. I meet a lot of startups. I meet a lot of people that I need to know and try to help them grow, you know, with just tips and advice and that kind of thing. Um, Instagram, you know, it's just fun for me. Um, I'll put some stuff yeah. on Instagram every once in a while. Facebook it's, it's funny because Facebook wouldn't allow my ads because they thought I was hiring people. So I <laughs> have like,
1: I've had, <laughs>
0: I've had like three really, really like heavy conversations if you want to call them that with Facebook about the fact that I don't hire people I teach people how to hire and they don't want to hear that so um they they refused all my ads even when I don't say hiring in them. they still refuse them because they're like no it sounds like an employment um offer and we can't do that I'm like it whatever so um Facebook hasn't been too nice to me but um LinkedIn and Instagram definitely
1: what's that Uh, didn't let you do your ads because you was helping people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. I know. I'm like, no, I'm teaching people how to do this. I'm not doing it myself, but yeah, they, they kept coming back. I'd, I'd respute or refute it and they'd still keep coming back. And I I have a lot of, uh, lengthy, lengthy disputes going on with, uh, with Facebook about that. But, um, ultimately I was like, okay, well, Facebook ads is not for me. (laughs) So I'm not going to try to, a you know a square peg into a circle hole, you know, and uh just kind of Facebook on from to facebook right I, yeah it's <laughs> like i am just like, okay, <laughs> I can't do this anymore, so I um, don't know. yeah,
1: where do you see your business in the future? will you branch out in your field or take other avenues other opportunities business wise
0: oh wow, that is a really great question um. So I see my business running, um, in the next couple of years, just being virtual. So, you know, not really doing too much in person yet, just because of my scheduling, I can't really do a lot of, um, you know, appearances and stuff like that. Um, continuing with the books, uh, I want to get a couple books published and, In the future, though, I do see branching out into things like uh, public speaking and uh, those kind of events where it's um, at different expos. You know, I've got a couple lined up, not lined up, but, you know, that I'm thinking of that I want to get involved in. Um, But also, too, I mean, just really like coming in and being able to one-on-one teach the people that hire how to hire. because. It's not necessarily it's I'm not telling them that it's wrong how they're doing it, but there are always things that we can do better. And a lot of times companies will have these procedures in place and no one really questions it because it checks all the boxes, you know, and it's easy to do that. But sometimes you have to reevaluate those check boxes and say, what exactly needs to change here? Because this is not working anymore. And a lot of people don't know how to clean it up. So, you know, being able to go in and talk with, with, with smaller businesses, um, you know, growing businesses, family businesses, telling them, Hey, you know, so here's what you have right now. And here's how, you know, you can take it to the next level and make it better. So probably more in-person stuff.
1: What's the business, uh, policy called? It's like, it's like a term for it.
0: Um, the, uh, the business, um, like the handbook, is that what you're talking about?
1: Like uh when you when you make a business, when you do a business and you have like a policy uh like how things is, is ran and stuff, I don't know if it's called a business log or someone um, once told me about it.
0: You know, I'll be honest, I don't keep up with all the the buzzwords. <laughs> so um that's one thing I try not to do is use a lot of buzzwords in my in my courses and stuff because I mean they're buzzwords, you know, they're they're kind of the words of the moment. Um business policy sounds about right though. I know they've got like procedures and uh, mission statements, vision statements, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: I'm out of questions.
0: (laughs) All right, (laughs) sounds good. That was
1: good. That was good. What we was talking about, and you're you're amazing. Uh, I hope your business profits and does well oh well thank you
0: i can't wait to hear your podcast i'm excited to go listen to it
1: yeah i got like three uh i got i did i got it'll be five after this one
0: wow yeah you got a good base going on yeah so a good you got you got a good um...
1: the uh, people to listen like more people to listen like
0: right because
1: i started a new instagram like when instagram went down like, uh-huh. I was like, I thought something was wrong with my Instagram, then I made a new Instagram.
0: <laughs> I know. Isn't it weird when Facebook or Instagram goes down? It's like, it's got to be, it's got to be me. So you go and try to do everything on your side and you're like, wait, it's the, does it, it down? Like, it, that doesn't even compute with me anymore. I don't understand how this works. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was down everywhere.
0: <laughs> I know it freaks us out because I know in my day job, uh, Facebook was down about two months ago and we were like, what do we do? Like, 90% of what we do is on Facebook. How do we do this? Like, <laughs> where, is there anything else I can work on right now? I don't understand this. Like, it was just so foreign to us. Like, how it was one of those really off days, you know? Because, <laughs> like, the day that Facebook was down was, like, Facebook a day for me.
1: <laughs> Facebook is part of our routines.
0: Right? I know. That's all we know anymore. So, it's
1: like... People.
0: Yeah, it's like our comfort zone. So it's like, wait, what do I do without it? But yeah, I'll go following you on Instagram and stuff too. And um, you know, show show some love over there. So but uh yeah, so I guess I mean if you need anything else from me, just let me know. I'll be more than happy to help you.
1: Hello? Yeah. Uh oh. did you want us to talk about anything else? What's that? Did you want to talk about anything else before uh, we, we close?
0: No, I mean, I think that was it. I, I kind of rambled on about some good stuff. So I think I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for letting me, let me do this with you. I appreciate it. I'm not used to getting asked the questions. I'm used to asking the questions and <laughs> and responding to that. So that was a nice change.
1: All right. It was uh cutting out. But, uh, I got a. I'm a. I'll I'll talk to you after the podcast.
0: Okay, sounds good. All
1: right. Bye. All right.
0: Bye.